Hello, and welcome to the Wayback Chronicles podcast. My name is Keith Abbott, and I'm here with my lifelong friends, Steve McKelkey and Noel Kirsch. In the Wayback Chronicles, we discuss the greatest events that have happened from 1970 to the present. So we're really excited to uh, to get back on track with 1998 and cover some of the greatest pop culture moments of that year. And with that in mind, Keith, why don't you take us through the year of 1998 in pop culture? Sure will. Thanks, Steve. It's fun. This is fun year. Um, and there was a lot of music pop culture, which I'm going to save for Noel because he's going to be doing the 1998 music. So don't want to step on your toes. So a lot of a lot of things were relevant to music. And uh, and so it's, it's going to be fun to hear a lot of what you have to say in the next episode. Noel, I'm looking forward to it. But <laughs> aside from that, pop culture was really kind of funny this year. I mean, there was some funny things that happened this year. And in addition to some cool things that happened and some things that made me go, oh, wow, you know, the things I didn't even realize happened. But, you know, the first thing I want to talk about is we've talked a couple of episodes about Dawson's Creek, Noel, and Mm -hmm. we thought that this was a big deal this year, but it wasn't on the charts. But that's because Dawson's Creek premiered this year. So there you go. It was actually, you were right. It was relevant this year. It wasn't a top 10 episode like we had visited about in this TV, Steve, but it did premiere, which was kind of fun. So that's, Mm -hmm. there you go. So I'm just trying to redeem you. You were right. I appreciate it. Dawson's Creek was in full bloom by then. So Lynn and I got married in 97 and um, I remember watching it in our, and I remember watching the second apartment. So that would have been our second year. So it would have been 1998. So that was Katie Holmes. I don't know if that was her debut, but that was must have, it was easily early on in her career. So, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's, thanks, yep, for, that's, thanks for the help. Thank, and re- just giving you there, some redemption man. there. Appreciate yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. You know, a lot of, a lot of these shows, you know, friends and the like were pretty popular and the fashion trends followed them. And a lot of the fashion of 1998 were more simple lines, simple colors, small symmetrical sunglasses. The bob from There's Something About Mary was a big trend in women's hairstyles. Probably not the hair, the gel, the hair Mm -hmm. gel part, but the bob (laughs) was a big deal at that point. So it was very, it was very much a a, a strappy sandals, things like that were coming into popularity at that point, but it was much more of a getting rid of the ruffles, the the frills and the things of the eighties, early nineties and getting into just straight line symmetrical styles. So I don't remember what I wore. I was deep into just getting my career started. So it's probably the cheapest thing I could find that didn't look like it was falling apart on me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, so I, I don't remember any fashionable shoes or anything. I was just glad to be able to buy something at that point. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So a couple of other things in, in just some TV and movies, just to tie into um, pop culture. Um, the, the, pop culture restart, I would say, of the Star Wars franchise started this year when Mm. Star Wars released the first trailer for The Phantom Menace. So that that trailer happened around Christmas time of 1998. And I just remember the double bladed lightsaber of Darth Maul's and I was back in my childhood happiness again. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, those, those prequels got some hate when they came out, but they've been kind of re-embraced over the years and they're, they're a fun watch still to this day, in my opinion. So, but good stuff. So yeah, it it had a little childhood happiness there. So can't go wrong with that. So that that um, was the, that was the catastrophe that was Jar Jar Binks, wasn't it? Absolutely. It was. Yes. 
And, you know, it's funny. I remember in 99, it was right before the movie came out. I was in, in Denver actually recruiting for, that was when I was recruiting for Texas Tech and for mm -hmm. um, admissions. And we got, I got to go up to Denver. And this was also, I think I talked about this in another episode. It was right around the Columbine time. So it was kind of weird. But, mm -hmm. but that, at the end of the recruiting time, I, they, there happened to be the very first Star Wars celebration that happened in Denver. And this is another year, but, but the point is, and I'll get to it when we ever get to 1999 more in depth of this, but, but the guy that played uh, Ahmed best was the guy that played Jar Jar Binks. Coolest guy I've ever met. So excited to be part of the star Wars universe. He was so fun. And I remember like the hate that Jar Jar got. And like, I've literally ached for the dude because I liked the guy so much as a person. <laughs> I was like, no, this can't be happening. You know? So it, it was just a little side note there, but yeah, yeah that was the, Jar, the, the the dawn of Jar Jar for sure. I think if I ever made it somehow made it in Hollywood, that would be that would be me. Like yeah, me my too. one big breakout role, and then it's like <laughs> a, it would be hate. Like yeah, it would be the worst. You know, like for years and years and generations, people would talk about how terrible it was. Absolutely, it, that would be me too to a T. I'd be like, I'd be the one that everybody would talk about with a with a golden egg on my face. Yeah, you right. know. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay. Anyway, that, that was kind of fun that that came out. And, and, uh, and so pretty neat. Speaking of other things that, that came out, there was a, a breakthrough medicine that came out that was originally intended to treat high blood pressure and angina and chest pains, things associated with coronary heart disease. Well, while they were testing this product, they noticed a very strange side effect that happened. And this side effect then became the official reason to have this little blue pill that's known as Viagra. And so 1998 was the dawn of the ED drug and Viagra. So nice. a lot of history about the, the name and how it became. Uh, some people say that it had a little bit to do with... Um, a, a, I think it was a Sanskrit or something named that, that meant tiger. Others meant that it was like vim and vigor. There's even another story that there is a Indian correlation of there's a, it's a road to a, a via a road to this place called Gria, which at the time there was a building that was the largest erection ever made from a man to a woman. And so I don't know, there's a lot of rumors about how this started, but it's, a, it's an interesting thing that happened then. I like, I like so, your last, I like your last one, right? I there. did That's too. Good. I don't know how accurate it was, but I heard it one time I'm like, I'm going with that. I, Absolutely. I, I would pick the latter. In all no those. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. So <laughs> Other things that were created this year, um, the website, and this is fun and you can Google it now. It doesn't exist anymore, but the website hamsterdance.com was created in 1998 and it was created due to a competition between Canadian students to see who could generate the most internet traffic. And it's one of the earliest examples of an internet meme. So wow. there you go. And I tried to Google it today. It doesn't exist anymore, but the domain's for sale for anybody that wants to start back up. But yeah, the song that was produced by the Boomtown Boys came actually out two years later in 2000. So there you go, hamsterdance.com. I kind of remember this. For listeners right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of remember this. Do y'all remember this where it was like the little do-do-do-do? You know, I do that. not. I do yeah, not remember that. that. Apparently that was a big pop culture thing on the internet in 1998. So there you go. <laughs> I think in 98 and Noel, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is when I got my first computer because I went with Noel to compact works. Yes, you did. I remember that. Use your employee discount. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. We went, I, I remember that Steve. 
So it's about a year ago, somebody broke into my apartment and stole the thing. So, you know, <laughs> got, got very little life out of that purchase. Uh, I remember that too. Pretty, I remember that too. Yeah, I do remember that. It's that down was terrible. Chimney Rock, wasn't it? Yeah, your apartment so. in there? Yeah. yeah. Was it really? Oh, man. Dump. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's a shame. It is. I, I do remember that though. Gosh, I forgot. I completely forgot about that until you said it. That's they didn't crazy. touch the uh, the all important Larry Bird poster there. They left yeah, that alone. Thank goodness, Thanks goodness yeah. for that. No doubt. I, I had to get a uh, computer so I could talk to Keith on ICQ. Crazy hamster dance. <laughs> I won't do it too long. I won't get in trouble. Oh yeah, the ICQ man, yeah. that was oh. hilarious. Oh, oh, oh. I, I I still to this day wished I could figure out my login instructions just to see if there's a backlog of uh-ohs waiting for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an uh-oh from like 2001 or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in there, there's there's some, and and that's really hilarious. Oh my gosh, so good. So uh, other internet things that went on in 1998, the search engine Google is incorporated as a private company yep. by Larry Page and Sergey Brin, right? They're in September. And so very, very rapidly growing company. Uh, it was actually uh, backed by investments from the founder of Sun Microsystems and the founder of Amazon, if you can believe that. Now I think Amazon and Google are kind of comp- competitors, but it was initially backed with with Amazon. So huh. kind of interesting one? there. I, yeah. I didn't know that. So pretty wild. But um, other things that happened in this year, there was there was a lot of fun things that happened. One of the cool things that happened is in um, kind of the east coast of Florida, around Kennedy Space Center, there became a population boom around this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this population boom found the area in Florida needing to come up with a new area code for their phone numbers. And a guy named Ozzy Osbond from Titusville came up with the idea that and petitioned to have the telephone area code of 321 assigned to the Kennedy Space Center and surrounding areas to coincide with 321 blast yeah, off. That's awesome. And and that to this cool. day, that is the area code of Cape Canaveral. So pretty cool that he was able to petition that. And that's the reason behind that 321 area code number. So I, love I did not like that. That was the first I'd heard this. So that is really so cool. cool, man. That is Have so you all cool. heard that before? I didn't no. know this. So no, yeah, I was new. like. That's one of the things I freaking love about this podcast is the stuff I'm like, holy cow, I never knew that, you know, and, and as many times as we've stayed at hotels at Port Canaveral waiting to get out, you know, to go do things, never, never paid attention to that was the area code that we, that we, uh, that we uh, dialed to get there. So kind of funny. Kinda that funny. is funny, man. That's awesome. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, yep. Another fun thing about this year, Jesse, the body Ventura was nicknamed the governor of Minnesota and elected into there. So if y'all remember him as the, the, the wrestler, oh, yeah. Jesse, the body. So he was the governor of Minnesota. And I think to many people's surprise, but he was actually a pretty dang good governor. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of fun. Did he finish same- serving? Did he finish serving the term or did he get ousted? No, I what think he's for a few terms. I think. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I okay. thought he was there for a while. Yeah, okay. I, I thought he was I there for a while. Had that curse. I mean, yeah, reach out to the research department. See what yeah, if you could do that, course. let me know. So, uh, oh, and one thing I forgot to talk about when we're talking about um, it, the internet and and that that area of the computers. So here's a fun one for you, Steve, at AOL. You know, dot com internet address. When AOL 4.0 launched in 1998, they used, and I'm not kidding, they used all of the world's CD production capacity for several weeks. 
to really? release AOL's CD-ROM to, still to launch their CDs new platform. for drink coasters. So there um, you go. See, yeah. and and at, did you know that at the time they use all of the world's capacity for making CDs just for AOL 4.0? So there you go. I believe it, man. There were CDs everywhere. I mean, it, I, it was everywhere. I remember getting them in the mail. I know. Like, like I, know. I didn't even subscribe to AOL and I got them in the mail. It was like, here's startup. Here you go. <laughs> they were everywhere. It does not, it's not surprising, but God, there's a lot. So uh, no back from the research department. So Jesse Ventura served for four years as a governor. And previously, uh, before his governor term, he was uh, – mayor of the city of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota for four years as well. Hmm. So. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. So he had a good, good long uh, tenure in, in Minnesota officiating kind of yeah. thing. So that's cool. So pretty good. Um, so here's, here's another fun instance. One of the very first instances of the internet democracy, so to speak, was there was a, um, a poll for the 50 most beautiful people that people online decided to put out there. And there was a guy that was part of that. It was a regular in Howard Stern called Hank, the angry drunken dwarf. (laughs) Right. And he was voted in as the number one, most beautiful person in the world by people magazine based on this internet, like push that, that Howard Stern's group had followed by wrestler, Ric Flair, in second place. And the third place winner, Leonardo DiCaprio was still featured on the cover. So Hank beat out Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> by over 215,000 votes for the sexiest man or the 50 most beautiful people that year. So that's pretty funny. That's America <laughs> right there. It yeah. is America. And the yeah. practice of internet ballot stuffing began, you know, like, yes, exactly. It's like the whole Bodie McBoat face thing that comes out later when they're yeah. trying to name the, <laughs> the boat. Bodie, <laughs> Bodie McBoat face. That's awesome. Still the most beautiful thing ever. I saw one the other, uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe you told me about this, Steve, about how um, Pitbull, there was a, there was a competition for Walmart's. And like the the Walmart that got the most votes for Pitbull Pitbull to perform there was going to perform um, at at that Walmart at that location, and everybody submitted for him to 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 um, to go to some Walmart in Alaska. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember. Uh, was this. it you that told me this story? I don't know. No, I don't. Okay, okay, but anyway, so yeah, and he honored it. He actually went up there and performed, which I I got to commend him for. But that's another yeah. one of those where internet <laughs> democracy can get you, man, if you're not careful. So it's <laughs> awesome, but. but to be redeemed that year, the sexiest man for 1998. Who do you think? Hmm. Still kind of relevant to this day, although he's a, he's an older dude. Who came out with a movie this year. Uh, uh, Denzel Washington. No, no, has a fedora and a whip. Oh, and um, likes temples. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford. There you go. Harrison Ford, sexiest man. And uh, the sexiest woman for 1998 was Jenny McCarthy. So do you all remember? I I mean, she was pretty popular um, for a long time. I don't, I haven't seen her much lately. I don't know if she's still in many circles or not. I don't know. She may be, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but uh, she she was Dennis Rodman for a while. Didn't she? Yes, she did. Yeah. Yeah. That that takes a special kind of woman. I think it really does. (laughs) Didn't she also date Madonna? As well, wasn't there a Dennis Rodman and Madonna thing for a while? Uh, yeah, I think there it was. Wouldn't surprise me. Gosh, it wouldn't man. surprise me. That's 
Yeah, that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. That really is. <laughs> and it's I mean, episode. <laughs> well, maybe a future deep dive right there. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt that would be that would be a definite deep dive into something that was really part of our generation, for better or for worse. So, <laughs> well, Noel, sp- speaking of special kind of woman, this was also the year that Bill Clinton denied having sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. So, <laughs> and the and the Lewinsky scandal um, brewed on from there. And it was also the same year that Bill, Bill Clinton was impeached too. So right. he was a, a pretty good personality in the presidential office, but it did have a couple of dark moments there in 1998. So the, uh, not the greatest. There was evidence that emerged that proved otherwise. So <clears throat> I'll just leave it at that for our yeah. uneducated. Be careful when you Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Please do be careful. So make sure your filters are on high. So <laughs> yeah, The funny thing about, about Bill Clinton is, you, you know, he was probably fun to party with. I mean, the guy oh, would just you know it. You know, marched the beat of his own drum. I still remember was it whenever um, Obama got elected and doing the the inauguration ceremony, and I can't remember the name of the singer, blonde headed girl, but she's singing the national anthem, and it, it, it Bill was just sort of leaning out of the aisle, getting a better look at her with that look on his face. You're like, oh, Bill, never change, buddy. Never Please change. Please don't. Please don't. You do you for the rest of your life. <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Uh, a couple other things that happened this this year. Um, it was a, like I said, it's been a fun year. I've really enjoyed looking at that uh, at this year a lot. Um, one of the interesting things that affected a lot of people overnight: the U.S. National Institute of Health comes out and redefines the BMI for being overweight, and they move <laughs> it from twenty seven point eight to twenty five. And overnight. 25 million Americans previously thought of as healthy are now officially overweight. (laughs) And I was probably one of them. Let me just say. (laughs) That was right after my master's degree and I was eating well, you know, and studying and not doing a whole lot of movement because I was studying all the time. So I was probably one of those that 25 million Americans at that point. So yeah. Could you imagine coming out? Obese overnight, right? Yeah. Suddenly you think you're in good shape and you're like, Oh, kidding. Kidding. Kind of overweight. Yeah. Got to cut out on those hot dogs and M&Ms with peanut. Pretty wild right there. A um, couple, of, couple of few things left. Um, this was actually the year that the International Space Station started being created in the sky. So in, um, there was a six-person crew on the space shuttle Endeavor, and they attached the American Unity node to the Russian Zarya module, also known as the Functional, Car- Car- Functional Cargo Block, or FGB. So it basically carried them combined them and, and did three spacewalks to connect the first two buildings. And thus the international space station was founded. So that started, obviously there was years of development, put it into space, but that connection was the official start of the international space station. And I don't know if y'all, this is a little fun thing that I do. And I don't know if y'all have participated in this, but for our listeners, there is actually a really neat website called spot the station. And if you um, go on to the Google and type in spot the station, there is a way that you can type in your zip code and your phone number, and it will text you the date and the time that the ISS is flying over that you can see it in the night sky. 
And so I, even last week I got texted that there was a, you know, it tells you basically the, the, the angle that it's going to be at and the, the time that you approximately will see it four or five minutes or whatnot. And, and I tell you, it's fun. I, I remember the first time I did it, I went outside and I looked up, I'm like, there's no way I, I'm going to find this thing. And this thing is glowing bright as day. Like if you didn't know what it was and you happen to see it, you'd probably be like, here come the aliens, you know, so, but it, it's really fun. So if, if y'all are interested in, in like astronomy, spot, the station is a really cool website. That's still active to this day that you can subscribe to and have, have notifications when the ISS is flying over you. So that's kind of, fun. that's pretty so, cool. Do you yeah. all do that? I don't, have y'all done that? No, I'm actually looking up right now. Um, I recently downloaded prior to the, the recent, um, solar eclipse, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, an app called Sky Tonight, and it's basically you know to look at the, sc- the stars, you know, the constellations and everything. But had nothing to do about. So I got to think. I was I was looking. You know, when I get up early in the morning, take the dog outside. I sit sit on the patio, and I can see all the sort of curious, you know, stars that Venus and all mm-hmm. this stuff, and where's Uranus? And um, of course, gotta bring, gotta bring that up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, just you know, it's been pretty cool to look at see where all the different constellations are, and of course, there's some constellations I've never heard of prior to this. But uh, anyway, yeah. cool. Yeah, that space stuff is fun, in my opinion. That's Absolutely. awesome. So, last few things, and we're wrapping it up. Um, the hottest toy. What do you think the hottest toy in 1998 was? Hard to find. Everybody wanted it at Christmas. Oh the Nintendo 64. It was, it was, that's, that's not quite it. That was popular. And uh, this was also the year that the Sega Dreamcast was launched in Japan and next year ah. in the US. It wasn't a console, it was the Furby. The Furby. Oh, the Furby. I remember those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah a little, yeah. little, who knows what it ever did, but everybody wanted it because it cooed and stuff and it was cuddly or something. So that was the hottest toy. Not to be outdone. Another stuffed product was the hottest collectible of that year, about the same size as the Furby. And there were millions of these and turned it into a billion dollar industry that had a massive collapse in 2004. So you, can you think of was something that mostly women collected and they were all over the place. Beanie and babies. There you go. The Beanie oh. Baby was the hottest collectible in 1998 hmm. and something that probably caused the BMI for the National Institute of Health to be redefined, this was the year that Chili's introduced the molten lava chocolate cake and became worldwide phenomenon of molten lava chocolate cakes. And that was the dessert of 1998. The number one dessert of 1998 was the molten lava cake made possible and famous by Chili's lineup. So Hmm. there you go. So that's a little run down memory lane. And the final one, we started with Star Wars pop culture, not to be outdone, Marvel, right? So the last thing is Marvel offered the entire cinematic rights to almost all of the characters to Sony for a total of 28 million this year. Hmm. Sony rejected the offer and only purchased the rights to Spider-Man for 10 million because he they thought that would be the only character that movie audiences would care about. Gosh. And and I'm Nailed saying it. that because yeah, well the <laughs> ironic thing is that I'm, we're recording this on October 18th. October 17th, 2023 was actually the date that Marvel um, shows is the date that Tony Stark snapped his fingers to defeat Thanos, right? <laughs> so that was the date in, in comic history that was the actual date. So that was actually yesterday. That's awesome. So, How about that? so they were, while Spider-Man is awesome and Sony and Marvel actually had to negotiate with Sony to get him back to the movies after they sold it to him. 
But it, I mean, that just goes to show you they were a little off with all of the different characters that Marvel has created in both TV and movies as of late. So, wow. and I'll, that's where I'll leave this uh, this pop culture episode with is some some things still relevant today with that. So, kind of Great. fun. Great job, Keith. It was a good good walk down memory lane. Um, it's a fun year. It was hilarious. Yeah, it really was. Oh my gosh, I forgot yeah. about the uh, Monica Lewinsky thing happened that year. But yeah, that was yeah. that was interesting. There was a lot of stuff that happened, but yeah, that, that whole three, two, one area code. I just love that. That's such yeah, a cool story. Cool. Yeah. Holly. So yeah, if, if listeners, if there's other things about 1998 that you remembered that we were fond of, we would love for y'all to pipe up, tell us about it in Facebook. Um, give us some comments of things that were really neat and, and special to you in that year. That was a year. A lot of us were just getting started in life really um, mm-hmm. after going through college and those kind of things for our, our generation that usually listens to our group. So uh, it, it's very vivid in my mind, those years, very vivid, oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot totally. of happy memories, a lot of neat things, a lot of discovery. So we'd love to hear um, if you have some special memories in 1998, we would love to, to have you share those with us in our, in our, in our group. So yeah, anyway, yeah. but, but thanks, Noel. Thanks Steve for letting me kind of visit through 1998 pop culture with y'all. Yep. And, and like I said, there's a lot more that's tied to music, Noel, and I can't wait for you. I, I, I looked at, it, I'm like, Nope, not going to look, not going to look, you know, cause I know there's a lot more that's, that's tied. A lot of pop culture is tied to music from here on out. Right. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about it. Appreciate yeah. that, Keith. Thank you very much. So so Not, I'm curious, have y'all ever had the molten lava cake? Oh, I have. Oh, yes. I know I have um, a few times. See, yeah, I, I, I think I've seen it have it more on cruise ships when I go on a cruise and I have it chilies, yeah. though. It's one of the yeah. featured desserts on Royal Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know if I've ever had it at Chili's. Now, what I know I've had at Chili's was that little cast iron skill with the chocolate chip cookie. Oh, now, that yeah, thing that's is hard to beat. Ice cream on top of it. That, yeah. That's oh, my yeah, speed that's right good. there. Yeah. That is good stuff. I'm a, I'm a triple dipper appetizer guy. And oh, yeah. You get to pick three different uh, appetizers they put on one plate and stuff. You usually eat that as, as a. Good. When you went to Chili's, did you get uh, chips and salsa, and also a side of ranch, so you can dip the the salsa, dip, dip to the salsa, then into the ranch? Never done that before. Really? Does that you so oh, salsa and to ranch together? Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't mix it together. You dip into the ranch, and then then the or into the salsa, then the ranch, or vice versa. Never tried and that. it is absolute magic. And let me tell you, yeah. so so I've always done the salsa to the ranch. That's the way I have always learned it. And now, but but my daughter doesn't like having the ranch be tainted. So now we have to reverse it and we've had to do ranch to salsa. Don't worry. Every bit is good. But Noel, if you haven't done it, there yeah. is something short of magic on this thing. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned it from a recruiter at University of North Texas, and I have never looked back. It was fantastic. I've never heard this before. I'll have to go explore and research oh, this. Yeah. It is go a must do. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. In fact, I'll see y'all a little bit. I'm gonna make a bunch. <laughs> 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 oh, Very good. Nice job, good That was fun. Thanks, yep. thanks, man. And yeah, next week we'll look forward to Noel's music and some more. Pick five. We're still deep into that, even though we're starting to get on the backside of that fun, but looking forward to having those. So I think uh, if I remember right, we'll do this this episode and then the, the week nine pick five um, mm-hmm. will be just after that. And then following that will be music week 10 and some other fun things that we've got going on. So I appreciate everybody listening. You bet. Take care. Good stuff. Take Have care. Have a wonderful day. We'll Bye-bye. see you all next week. Take care.
Thanks for listening to the Wayback Chronicles. All shows are written and produced by Noel, Keith, and Steve. Massive thanks to those who made these memories possible for us through the years. All songs, sounds, and effects have been attributed in the comments section and through links listed on waybackchronicles.podbean.com. We look forward to taking you way back again in the very near future.